ACC covers country. Jelly Roll took a jelly roll, a tumble, and I have to tell you about it. So he must have been feeling himself as his big old tour bus parked right beside his private jet, and he knew he wanted to um, capitalize on the moment, I guess you could say. So the other day, I had a flight, and they parked the bus right outside the plane. It was the coolest thing ever. So I was like, oh, this is crazy. I'm going to videotape myself walking straight from the bus to the plane. This will be the coolest thing ever. So he does it. He films himself walking down the steps off the bus to the plane. I guess he goes and plays the show because afterwards he's like, all right, let me do this again. And I'm going to film myself walking off the steps of the plane and Jelly Roll tumbles all the way down the stairs. It's nighttime. So, you know, I'm assuming not many people were there and not many people could have seen anyway, other than the fact that he yells, gets dramatic and tells everyone, I think I have broke something. It's it's only funny because he didn't and he's totally fine, but he filmed the entire thing. You see the camera just down the stairs right along with him. And obviously he thinks it's funny too since he's the one posting it now. So that video is on our Facebook page and Instagram. You can find us at 92.3 WIL. A lot of country music artists, children, could care less about what their parents do. <laughs> and a lot of times you'll see like Thomas Rhett's got a new song out or he's playing it around the house or he's practicing or he's recording something. And the girls, they don't care at all. Yeah. They're like, dad... We're not phased by you or your so-called career. Stop trying to make us millions. Exactly. Stop writing us songs. We don't care. Pops. However, John Party's house, it's different. Right now, he's got an eight-month-old baby girl. Her name is Presley, and she's absolutely giddy every time she gets a private performance from her dad. That's pooping awesome. in diapers and <laughs> knowing her name, and she's loving every second of it. I think this is a, uh, a standard for all dads. You must make up songs about your children. That's kind of what I was imagining because I could totally see you doing this when Emerson was probably this age. And a fun fact that I learned recently, it's not about babies, probably about babies, but dogs in particular supposedly get like a little serotonin boost and get really excited and happy when you add their names into songs. Oh. So if you're making up songs around the house and you start adding their names into it or you like sing things at them, it gets them really pumped up. So now I can see you doing this around the house. Oh, it's all I do. I have songs for everything. Zeus the pooch. Exactly. <laughs> and so I assume it's probably the same way with kids. So he's yeah. sitting here singing songs for Presley and she's loving it, obviously. John Party's wife, Summer, is the one filming it. And Summer's been known to say how excited she is that the little girl looks just like John. Mm. And I'll tell you what, that is a party if I've ever seen one. <laughs> like, she's got her dad's face. Yeah. There's no denying it. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I posted the video and a picture on our Facebook page and Instagram story. So you should go find us and watch it there. Remy, you told me you have not seen Luke Bryan's little... No. Wardrobe malfunction. Do I want to? Is that something that I want to see? Sure. Luke Bryan is known not just for hit songs, but everyone knows he also has a great sense of humor. 
And that wasn't the only thing on display when he hit the stage in Orlando last week. Unbeknownst to him, performing with his zipper down. Uh, that's not too bad. It's really not too bad. Unless you're like commando or and something. And so this is, I, I'm glad you said that. Because my entire life I've always kind of wondered, what is the big ordeal about accidentally having your zipper down? I understand that you don't really want people to see what you're sporting under your jeans. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it happens, and it's just a zipper, and half the time you don't really see anything anyway. True. So who cares? I mean, it's it's more of like a, I don't know. It, it's always such a, like, suddenly, like, you're embarrassed. If you have your zipper down, it doesn't really flow with your with your whole getup, right? It doesn't really flow with the looks. So you oh, wanna... you're coming at it with a fashion point of view? <laughs> I'm coming I mean... at it as a why are we so embarrassed about it point of view. I, well, I'm I, not saying you should walk around zippers down. That but I do- would honestly be something that I could see Gen Z doing a at trend. some point. You're right. Zippers down. But <laughs> And then whatever's so- underneath is like coordinating with that hole. Yeah. It's just always <laughs> odd to me how, how embarrassed people get about it. Either way, <laughs> he's performing zipper down. He didn't realize until he's halfway through his song, That's My Kind of Night, and he realizes as a fan is looking up to him and telling him like, hey man, zip it up. And he yells, stop, 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 to his band. Why did none of you beep tell me? It's My distracting. My zipper has been down. That's the thing. I, I don't think it's embarrassing as much as it is as it is distracting. Everybody's looking at your junk the entire time you're on stage because they're distracted by it. And they're not paying attention to Country Girl Shake It For Me. You this know? is extra funny because he is shaking it. You know how Luke Bryan dances. He is hip thrusting his way across the stage. Like he's halfway through his show yeah. before a fan finally like gets his attention enough to say... Your zip is down. Yeah. yeah. Did he turn around and do it or did he do it in front of everybody? Uh, that's that's kinda, another question. He kind of did it in like a little spin. Like he started to turn and zip. But he really, when he, when he saw that it was down, he just put his arms out to the crowd like zipper out. Yeah. And said, what is this? Good for him. None of you told me. Yeah. Good and for him. And then he turned around and zoop. I'm assuming he was wearing something underneath. Wouldn't know. Hmm. I couldn't see that close. I wasn't looking that close. <laughs> um, but if you watch the video, it is hilarious. Luke Bryan funny as always. And I feel like with age, Luke Bryan just gives less and less hex. Oh, yeah, for Even sure. by the year. Yeah. He gets more shameless. He is so comfortable on stage, it's ridiculous. Well, it's not really about country music today, but an updated, an update on the long-awaited Yellowstone universe. Is Yellowstone coming back? I'll tell you what we know, because kind of, but kind of not. Okay. So, as most people know, we've been waiting for the return of Yellowstone since January, when both Yellowstone and its spinoff show, 1923, paused right in the middle of the fifth season to say, hey, we'll be back in June. First off, what? You're going to pause the season for five, six months? And then a writer's strike happened. And then a writer's strike happened. (laughs) And then Kevin Costner got in a really messy divorce and refused to come back to work at all. So, no, I don't know when Yellowstone's coming back. But... So we're, we're, hang on, I haven't watched the show, which I I know, I'm a terrible country music fan. Um, They just went away in the middle of the season? 
Yeah, and the whole thing about it was, I th- I don't know that this was meant to be the final season, but they were kind of setting it up like, we're going to take this dramatic pause in the middle of the season for a few months to yeah. really get you pumped about what happens next. But the thing is, they hadn't filmed what happens next. So they still have to finish filming, editing, promotions before they even put it out. Which takes forever. Takes forever. So now it's coming up on a year since the mid-season finale and people are really starting to get annoyed wondering why can't Kevin Costner get to work why can't they start filming this now that strikes are coming to an end like let's just get it done with we know that this is going to end up being the final season because there's no way they come back after all this drama I don't think you can it's it's a lot like uh the next time we see Stranger Things they're all going to be senior citizens (laughs) they're all going to be 25 and they started (laughs) when they were nine Okay, the point of me uh, bringing you back to Yellowstone right now is because they are dropping another spinoff. They are killing it with the spinoff game. And um, this one's called Lawman Bass Reeves. And essentially, it's about men of the law, Mm. enforcement back in the day. I think this one, it, it takes place like late 1800s. And it's all about Bass Reeves, who was a black... U.S. Marshal who arrested like a million, maybe not a million, maybe like 3,000 outlaws in his time, which was completely unheard of at the time. So it's getting people really hyped up. Also, it stars Donald Sutherland, Dennis Quaid, Barry Pepper, and Lauren E. Banks. So it's got an awesome cast. Dennis Quaid kind of has that Kevin Costner feel to me. Yes. You know what I mean? They're kind of in that same... Like they they were like middle age in the 90s, but it didn't but like they had that charm yeah. that now that they're at this age, it still feels, I don't know. It's just, it, they feel so genuine. Like they feel like home. As long as you focus on their careers and not the personal lives. Correct. You're good. You're yeah. good to go. Yeah. It'll, it'll feel like home, like you said. And that's clearly what's, I think, getting in the way of finishing up this Yellowstone series. <laughs> but if you're a Yellowstone fan and you're getting kind of annoyed about it not being back yet, I definitely think you should watch uh, Lawman Bass Reeves. I'm going to be watching it. It comes out November 5th, and it's, I think, just streaming on Paramount+. Plus. So the trailer's on our Facebook page. A country baby was born, and another one had their name changed. Big oh. weekend in uh, country babies. Okay, okay. Well, I will say... One of them was born just a couple days after being here in St. Louis. Russell Dickerson and wife Kaylee expe- or Kaylee welcomed their second baby boy two days after playing at the factory in Chesterfield. That was not this past Friday, but the Friday previous. So this baby was born on October 1st. Okay. His name is Radford Arthur Dickerson. Rad. Rad. Russell said on Instagram, Lil Radman made his way into the world only 17 hours after our show in Kansas City. Dad was dropped off at the hospital by the tour bus, but we made it. Lil Rad is a dream baby, and Rem is obsessed with being a big brother. Rem and Rad. Remy, obviously Russell's first son, who we know named after our very own Remy from 92.3 WIL. It's an honor and a privilege. A lot of people don't know that. He probably named his new baby after me. That's true. Rad. Because you're so cool. Obviously. <laughs> and then, uh, so congrats to them. I'm going to post pictures to our Facebook page and Instagram. You can follow us on 923WIL. And speaking of country babies and news, Chris Lane and his wife Lauren are making some serious headlines with some serious clickbait. Okay. Changing their new son's name. His birth name being Baker Weston Lane. Baker? Baker Weston Lane. Their first son, remember their first son's name is Dutton. 
Oh, okay, yeah. So. So they changed the first name? No. Ah. Oh. I know. They, that's the thing. They make headlines because they're like, we've changed our baby's name. Wow. Very Kardashian of them. Yeah. And then you actually get into it. And Lauren, his wife, says, so his birth name is Baker Weston Lane. We actually, like, panicked in the hospital because we couldn't decide on a middle name. So it was between West and Weston. We ended up going with Weston. But Baker is such a Baker West. And that's just what we call him. And Dutton calls him Baker West. So his personality is more of a West. So now his name is Baker West Lane. Okay. <laughs> Hollywood is so weird. I'm finished with these headlines. And they went to people. They went to they went like to a like TMZ or something. or something. Yeah. And they were like, hey, we're changing the name of our child. And they took two letters off. Get this exclusive boy. <laughs> Dolly Parton is telling stories about how her style used to get her into a lot of trouble, sharing that her family hasn't always loved her uh, glitz and glamour and rhinestones. Mm. So she just did an interview with The Guardian that says she often looks back at punishments that she suffered at the hands of her own grandfather for her taste and style back in the day. And a lot of us have heard her tell this infamous story about how when she was growing up, there was this, quote, town tramp who she really, he, she found her style within. She said, quote, she was flamboyant. She had bright red lipstick and long fingernails. She had high-heeled shoes with floating goldfish in the heels of them. As one does. Short skirts. <laughs> and I just thought at the end of the day, she was beautiful. But Dolly's grandpa disagreed and took that out on her physically. And that's when Dolly says in this article, which I don't know that she's ever actually talking about it this deeply. She says in this article, I was willing to pay for it. Sometimes there's just that part of you that knows you want it too, too bad and to go for it anyway. So I'm thinking like this younger Dolly could like see and manifest her whole future even as a very young woman yeah. and was willing to take it just because she knew where she was headed. I can't even imagine what it was like to have her style of, you know, fashion back when she was growing up. I think now In it's Appalachia. widely accepted right, at this point. You know what I mean? Fly. Like it's whatever. We had Lady Gaga come out in a meat dress one year. Whatever. Right. It's whatever, you know? And But back then it was, it was a little bit different. She followed up by saying another reason she was so attracted to the town tramp is that this woman looked powerful and free when Dolly was growing up with a mom who had 12 children by the time she was 30. Yeah. 12! That's insane. She goes on to say, I did not want that life for myself. My mom, my aunts, I grew up with women who knew how to be good mothers, but that's not what God had in mind for me because someone's got to entertain those people and write songs about them. And I can write a song as if I had a house full of kids or as if I had a cheating husband. I never have, but I know what it's like because I've been around it and I grew up around it. Man. And so think, it all started with a town tramp. <laughs> and 12 siblings. And 12 <laughs> siblings. 11 siblings. That's crazy. Inspiration was sparked and she knew, I guess, essentially exactly who she wanted to be when she grew up. Yeah, I guess so. And now she's she went and very did it. successful. I always think about that town tramp and how when Dolly Parton grew up and got successful and started telling this story, if that woman ever looked back and said, you know what? You're welcome. And you owe me some money. I'd like some money, please. <laughs> I'll take 5%. Thank you. <laughs> who would you call to bail you out of jail? And could it be Jelly Roll? You know, he would probably be my first choice out of everybody in my Me? life. <laughs> I would be honored. I I don't think you would, though. 
If you ever went to jail for any reason, you think I would not be ecstatic <laughs> to come get you out? Uh, maybe not the money part, but... Oh, you pay me back. It's fine. The content part. Yeah, for sure. Jelly Roll recently performed in Ohio, and in between songs, a man could be seen climbing onto the roof of the venue. Let me describe this to you. Imagine the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, you know, over the seated, the covered seats. Yeah. And over the stage, of course, there is a roof. Look at it go. It's such a good roof. <laughs> a man... Climbing to the top. Yeah, I would inst- running to the top. I would instantly think camera guy. It's like someone who's supposed to be there. Or like a sniper. Because there was a glow amongst the area. You know, like you could see his silhouette. You could also see he was wearing a concert tee. Okay. And he was in boots. Photographer who was a fan. He was there for a good time. <laughs> yeah. And he was there to make a scene. He ran to the tip top, the point, the pinnacle of this venue's roof and the crowd below oh my gosh look at him go and eventually he just walked right back down okay he found himself on the roof walked back down made a scene did some fist pump it did some rocky moves up there nobody got hurt no one got hurt okay when he was ready he made his way back down the concert never stopped never even paused sure and fans were obviously posting a video many videos online and asking, okay, who is this guy? Where is this guy? He must have gotten arrested, right? To which Jelly Roll left comments under their videos saying, you know what? If he did get arrested, I want to bail him out. (laughs) I would like the bond. (laughs) Why though? I know I I get it. I feel like from Jelly Roll's perspective, after having talked to him a couple of times, he's very much like, we all make mistakes. We all do that thing, right? You learn from your mistake, right? But I feel like this is going to set that example for any Jelly Roll show. If if you do anything that's crazy, it's fine because Jelly will bail you out. He's going to get you out because he's been there. I had that. I definitely had that thought. And the only thing I could really come back to in my mind is that Jelly Roll is a good time guy. He probably thinks things like this are funny and impressive. Jelly Roll also, because he does so much work with the criminal justice uh, system, I think he could see like that person is wasting these cops' time. Yeah. Let me come and get him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Man. Have you seen the video? I have seen the video. I'm just wondering. I, I can't get it out of my mind that he set this precedent for all of his shows now for someone to I'm do stuff like that. I'm thinking that he set this precedent for everyone who's a Jelly Roll fan. People are going to be going to jail and saying, but hang on, could you find me Jelly Roll's number? I know a man, my his one name is phone, Jelly. My one phone call, well, here's the thing. He's in Nashville. But if we can get his number, I think we'll be good. Last name Roll, first name Jelly. <laughs> How did Dan and Shay end up with Shaq's underwear? That's wild. I'll tell you. A mysterious order of dry cleaning, a bougie LA hotel, and an NBA legend create up a story that Dan and Shane never thought they would tell. So the guys performed at Shaquille O'Neal's event charity fundraiser on Saturday night and as they're walking into their hotel, a staff member sees Shay and they're like, hey uh, we have your dry cleaning and Shay's like, oh that's weird, I don't remember I don't remember sending for dry cleaning. But like the, the guys are on the go so often that he says, you know what, sure, fine I'll grab it. He grabs this dry cleaning, he goes upstairs to his room, unzips it and realizes... It's not quite what he thought. He tells People Magazine, I get up to the room, I open the bag and see what I think is just maybe a black shirt. 
but I realize it's not a shirt at all. It's a pair of boxer shorts made for a huge person. Me and Dan and several of our friends could have fit inside these boxers. And this is when I realized that my name, Shay, is just one letter away from another gentleman's name who is about 17 times my size. Oh, geez. That's he hilarious. <laughs> he says, I did what any man would do. I took a bunch of pictures, sent them to my friends. I FaceTimed Dan and uh, I held it up to myself, imagining how my entire body looked like it was in a woman's dress. Oh my gosh. It was beautiful. It was stunning. It was Shaquille O'Neal's underwear. <laughs> That's hilarious. Also, you eat your underwear dry cleaned? Right. Okay. I guess if you're Shaq, you do. I'm just imagining little Shay, probably what, five foot seven, five foot eight, standing in a mirror, holding up Shaquille O'Neal's boxers, yeah. hitting his knees. See, in my mind, I thought that maybe the front desk thought that Shay looked like one of Shaq's assistants, and that's why. Mm. I thought you were going to say wives. Because <laughs> nope. whenever you see a picture with Shaq and his wife, she's, I mean, she's got to be like yeah. maybe 5'7", and there's such a huge height difference. Yeah, I feel like that's anybody with Shaq. But True. the fact that he had Shaq's underwear, man, that's odd. I hope they got pictures. Did they post any pictures of they this They haven't up? posted okay. any pictures that I've seen anyway, but... Um, it's got to break some HIPAA laws or something. Exactly. <laughs> and if I was Shay, I'd be a little bit like, oh, I don't know if I post Shaq's underwear. Reba! Reba! Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is revealing if she got the chance to visit someone who's passed for less than 10 minutes... She's telling us who that person would be. Reba McIntyre told the Today Show that she's been imagining meeting her parents in heaven thousands of times. Um, I think her mom was the one that's passed away most recently, and that was in 2020. She says her new song, Seven Minutes in Heaven, explores exactly what it would look like to visit heaven and spend some time with her mom. Only seven minutes. I have seven minutes in heaven. also released the video. The thing about this is it all comes out in good timing because she's just released her new album, Not That Fancy, where she does stripped down old songs. And now she has this new song and she's got her new like book coming out that's like a cookbook, but also photos of her family and her mom's old recipes. And so all of these things kind of tie together hand in hand. Yeah. And the video that was just released, I watched it this morning. It's very good. And um, it will make you cry, promise. You see Reba, she walks into a dark room and the only thing in there is a restaurant booth. And as she walks up to it, you see the back of a woman who's sitting in it, or the back of her head. And she has a big whole red head of hair. Ah. So you know who it is. And Reba walks up and puts her hands on her shoulders and says hi and sits down next to her, but you never fully see that woman's face. And so the whole time you just allude to knowing what's happening here really hits hard. Okay. See, I was thinking about a different seven minutes in heaven. So when I saw the song title, I was like, the the origin of this phrase, I must not know it because this is much more wholesome and meaningful than what I associated that with. I think uh, when I was growing up, it never really, you always see it on TV and in shows and movies and stuff, but it never actually happened in my real life. Right. Yeah, totally. It's unfortunate.
I should have looked up the origin of this phrase because I also had the same that's, reaction of, huh? That's how they get you, though. You know, it's like a play on words. That's so, that clickbait. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go, Reba. Reba! going to make us cry when we think we're getting into some of it. We're going so, to the so, closet so, so or something. Yeah. Hate to bring down the vibe, but in case you need a little Reba or healthy cry in your life, you definitely need to watch that video. Casey covers country.